welcome to the Next Level Finance Podcast. This is your host, Tony Kane. Thank you for being with us today. Today, I wanted to go there. I wanted to give you my take on the coronavirus, and I'm not going to talk about, you know, curves and statistics of diagnoses and deaths and so forth. I just wanted to put like a, a financial spin on it and give you some comfort around what it means for you and how we can navigate through this together. And I mean... Don't, don't get me wrong, it's an emotional time. There's a lot of anxiety around this. And you've, just, you've only got to think back to the last time that this has happened to us. And for, for most of us, that's never. I mean, I can remember living through um, 9-11, which was probably the, the sort of the most similar thing I can think of to this. And, you know, there was a lot of anxiety after 9-11, but you could still go out after 9-11 if you're in Australia or any other country that wasn't basically New York City. You could go out and still go for lunch and go to a concert and go to a sports game where that could take your mind off what's sort of going on in the world, where this is completely different. This is just a worldwide lockdown. It's, you know, it's wartime-like, and that does create a lot of anxiety. You know, I look at my, you know, five-year-old daughter. She can tell something's going on, you know, and, and um, it's just, that affects me and my wife. But I've, I've wanted to talk to you guys today and give you a bit of a positive spin. And I have the luxury of being in a, a role with my company where I'm at the forefront and I'm dealing with clients day in, day out who are in all types of industries. And some people that, you know, severely affected by this and are going through some really tough times and and others are fortunate enough to be in trades and industries where this has been a good thing for their business but as an overall i think we've got to just bunk it down and go well if we're at home we just got to make sure that we don't buy into it too much because we all we all know that it's not a good thing that's going on but i don't think it's healthy if you look at your iphone and your usage has gone up by five hours a week just because you're at home and, and out of those five hours four hours of it is spent checking out what the corona death rates are just I don't think that's going to help you or anyone. I think take this time as a blessing. You know, I've sort of um, been thinking about it a lot. And, you know, I've been at home way more than I usually have. And I'm, I'm sort of one of those people where I'm either uh, at work or I'm at home for a brief moment before I get to see the kids. And I sort of would love to spend more time with my family, as I'm sure most of us would. But this has just been a blessing and, and a gift. I mean, obviously... Um, my business will we cop a hit financially and, and all of my clients are copying, you know, a hit financially. But if you sort of spun it on its head and thought, well, maybe this is actually a gift and it's just come badly wrapped, right? So what if the gift of all this was you actually get to spend time at home with the ones that you love the most and you can actually stop and you can take yourself out of the day-to-day grind and have a think about what you really want out of life and maybe you can use this as a bit of a reset because... Rightly or wrongly, what the coronavirus is going to do to all of us, it's going to push our plans back. So if you had plans of retiring in two years, that's now four or five years. If you had plans of paying the house off in 10 years, that's now 12 to 15 years. You know, And uh, if you had plans of growing your business by 50% a year, that's now, you know, if you can be lucky enough to stay in business, you're probably going to grow your business by, you know, 10% a year for the next two or three years while we all recover. So there's no denying it. I'm not trying to be Mr. Positive and, and you know, assume that the world is not literally falling down around us because it absolutely is and and I know that more than anyone but I have decided with myself and my team and all of my clients that you know it is what it is and you've just got to try to find the positives out of it and which I know there's not many but if you look at okay let's just try to find some okay it's family forced quality family time at home which is just you know you cannot put a price on that i think if you were to interview some people on their deathbeds and say well what would you have paid me if i could take you back and give you a month straight of pure family time when you were in your 40s i think there's a lot of people who are in the last last stage of their life who would pay a lot of money for that so if you can try to 
take that approach, I think that will help a lot. But then you need to change your plans, right? So the world has now changed and we've been forced into a new world and I believe that the world will come out of this um, better and I think we can all we can all be better after this. But if you think about your life and go, okay, well, where, where was I going? Was I even going anywhere? What was I on track to? Because now you have a chance to spend some time at home and you can think about was what I was doing and where I was going where I wanted to end up. And if it wasn't, now's the time to think, okay, well, I want you to think about this. I want you to create a vision. So, I, you know, I love Anthony Robbins. He's been, a, you know, I know he's got that American type of, you know, hip hop type of walk on fire thing. So that's not my jam, but I love the ideas that he sort of practices. And I love the how he's shown so many people how they can fundamentally change their life. And it's had a big impact on my life, right? But what he talks about is instead of goals, he talks about visions. So you have got to have a vision for your future. So you need to understand what you want your future to be like. And that could be what type of job you want to have, but go deeper. Think about, okay, well, if I had that job, what does that mean? How, what time do I have to get up in the morning? How, what can I wear to work? How much money am I going to have if I have that job? What holidays and cars and, you know, cool things for my family is that going to afford me? So rather than think, oh, my goal is to get a pay rise or my goal is to start a business, you've got to think, okay, you, I would much rather you think, and this has sort of been scientifically proven, that a vision is a stronger thing than a goal because a vision pulls you towards it. Where a goal, you have to work towards. You have to, you have to be, you have to push yourself towards a goal. So, for example, on the work front, you might say, "I want to be able to work seven days, seven hours a day. I want to wear my thongs and shorts, and I want to travel business class twelve weeks a year." So, what type of job or business would enable enable me to get into that situation? So, but if you think about, okay, if you look at that person, that vision, go, this guy's cool. He's, he's wearing his casual clothes to work. No, he doesn't give a shit about what anyone thinks. He's traveling all the time. He's got really cool holidays. And if you sort of think about you as that person, I guarantee you that will give you so much more motivation to do what you need to do today to get towards that person. And if we overlay that again with like a financial vision, we sort of think about, okay, well. What does your financial future look like for you in a perfect world? So let's take away the goal of, oh, I want to pay off a mortgage because that's not sexy and exciting. It's quite boring. But what does that mean for you? So if you were to, instead of saying, I want to, the goal is to pay off a mortgage, what if the vision of me paying off my mortgage means I've got an extra 30 or 40 grand a year that I can now invest and go on holidays with? So rather than thinking about just your your, your internet banking state, your loan going down, you think, okay, well, shit, if I've got 30, 40 grand a year, that means awesome holidays, you know, things for the kids, uh, I can invest more. So that would just be, that's that's a fundamental shift. If you can sort of try to think about the vision for your life and, and what I've practiced and sort of, um, I've sort of learned all these traits and, you know, I've, I've been really fortunate that I've been able to seek out the best people around the world and I've, I've, I've put me planes on oh, sorry I've put myself on planes all around the world at Europe US if there's someone that I want to see I've jumped on a plane and gone to go to one of their seminars or courses because I don't believe in reinventing the wheel but what I do here with the next level podcast is go and help 
I got, I'm the one, my job is to go and find all the best information out there, make it make it really sort of straightforward and practical and then give it to you guys. So what I've learned is all these all the people who are out there who are extremely successful, what you don't see, right, is what they've practised in private for years to get to where they are. And one of the fundamental things that I think that I've noticed as a, a reoccurring um, habit that I've picked up from all of the really successful people that I've been fortunate enough to associate with is they have a really clear vision for their future. So getting back to this sort of coronavirus world we're living in at the moment, use it. Think about, okay, well, shit, well, this might be a gift. It's almost like it's a, it's a, um, it's like a bad accident that's forced you to forget about everything that's gone on before and you have to then change your new mind. So it's like a reset button. So think about it. Okay, well, pre-corona, where was I going? What was I doing with my life? And, despite all the chaos and cash flow problems I've got at the moment, is this actually a chance for me to reset, change the career path I'm going down or change the business model that I'm sort of working because it's quite evident that if a virus has closed me down, well, it, my business was nowhere near as strong enough as I thought it would be. Or if you love your business and it's not strong, you could think, okay, well, shit, I'm never going to get myself in this situation again. So what do I need to do with this business to make sure that this never, ever happens to me? Again, so getting back to the vision, so I sort of, um, the people that I've sort of associated with, they sort of focus on six key areas of your life and I'm going away from the next sort of level finance and I'm sort of getting a little bit deeper here but bear with me because it, it all ties in back to finance and I'll wrap it up for you towards the end but the six areas that I focus on when I start to visualise my future is my health um, because without health that you don't have anything, you know, you don't want to be the... Who wants to own a, a you know a private jet and you you know you you're flying around your fancy jet but you've got chest pains? No one wants to be that guy, right? Because money is useless without health. So you've got to visualize what you what do not so much you know from a uh, like a a self absorbed thing. Not so much what you look like, but how it's going to make you feel. If you lost ten kilos or twenty kilos, you got to think, okay, well, how much more energy would I have? then how much more productive would I be at work and then how much more money I would make and then what could I do with that money? See how it's all interlinked? The second thing is relationships, right? So once again, you don't want to be that billionaire on the private jet with no one sitting next to you. You want to be, you know, you want to be on your private yacht with hundreds of your closest family and friends and people that actually like you and you like, right? So you've got to have visions for your relationships of how you're relationship with your significant other is going to turn out with your children you've got to think about this stuff and go well I'd or you know I really could picture myself and my my partner on top of the Eiffel Tower looking into each other's eyes blah 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 but it sounds a little bit you know fluffy but think about that stuff and think about the type of relationships you want to have with your kids and visualize it don't just have goals for it then thirdly the third area that I focus on is is my um, career and business visualization so I visualize having you know hundreds of people walking around offices in companies that I own and all out there I'm changing the lives of my employees and I'm also changing the lives of who my employees are working interacting with and making a significant contribution to the world so that's what gets me out of bed and that's what I really sort of um, get excited about because I can visualize me being the owner and operator of a significant size company which is making a huge contribution to the world so and then fourthly the finances so you know i am um, i'm probably said before like i'm not sort of hugely motivated by uh ferraris and mansions or private jets but 
I would love to have the ability to run companies and, and have enough income where I can hire the best people in the world to help me run those companies and grow them significantly without me having to work, you know, 70 hours a week. That's sort of what I visualise. And then what happens then is I can start to scale these businesses because I'm not in the day-to-day and I can sort of start to grow the businesses, not sort of work in the business so much. And then what you find is that sort of gives me the motivation to keep doing what I'm doing and grow and be smart and really tactical about what I'm doing with my business because I know where it's going to get to. And obviously there's revenue targets. Everyone in business needs to have revenue targets and you know reduce, reduce expenses and have profit targets. But also on top of that, I want you to visualise, not just like get up every day and go, oh shit, this is going to be a good day or I hope this is a good day or a good week or a good quarter. You've got to think about, you know, in five years' time, what would an amazing business look like for me? And then start to start to just constantly visualise that and then what that will force you to do is to change your habits and your daily work efforts to make sure that everything that you're doing is on track for that vision. So the next one then is naturally the I visualise finances. So if I've got that successful company and I've been really fortunate to help a lot of people become successful, then I will be successful and I'm so glad that that's happened to date. And then what does that mean financially for myself? But and my wife and my kids, but not only that, my brothers, my sisters, my mum, my dad, and, and who else can I help financially? And that's where I think if you're thinking about financial goals, it's sort of like, okay, well, it's not all about you. Obviously, you want to get yourself sorted, but once you're sorted, who else can you support? Like, you know, it's important for me that my employees build up their wealth and have an amazing life because the benefits just extend and extend. If, if a guy that works for me does really well and becomes really wealthy, then he's um, going to have more options for his kids and for his partner and things like that. So I sort of, you know, I probably think into it too much, but I, I like to think that if I work hard and create an environment for other people to work hard, then the they can become successful and that helps sort of more people and that sort of just spreads, it's contagious in, in a really good way. Not like in a corona way, but in a really good, that happiness and wealth and abundance starts to spread out into the community and that's what sort of I think about without sort of going too deep, but I think that's in, that's really important to me. And then what the fifth thing I visualise is for having fun. You know, I visualise me and my family on holidays or me at the me at the, uh, at the pub with my mates. These are the things that I get excited about. So I think about these things all the time and, you know, or I'm always, you know, Googling the amazing destinations that I can take my girls to and my wife. So, but I, that actually gets me out of bed. And if I'm, got, if I'm working serious, I'm really hard, I can visualise that. And it actually gets me super excited to sort of keep working hard to work towards that. And the last thing that I visualise and think about is how can I help others? So what's, in, what, what's a way where I can use my either um, skill sets or, or, or um, finances to actually make an impact on other people's lives? And I guarantee you that that will be the last piece of the puzzle. So don't, try not to neglect that in your visualisations uh, because that's probably the most important thing outside your health and your relationships, making a contribution to people that need it more than you. So... Sorry to go a little bit deep there, but I think it's you'll, you'll excuse me because the whole world's getting pretty deep right now. And I just wanted to sort of give you a quick sort of bit of inspiration to say, okay, amongst all the chaos, try it. And I'm just sort of, I'm going to go into the corona plan in a second, but just try if you can to use the time to say, okay, when this is over, this is going to be my new set of principles that I'm going to work towards. This is going to be my new future These in, in my my health, my relationships, my business can career, my finances, 
the, the happiness in my life and my contribution to others, here is where I'm going towards and nothing's going to stop me from get, getting there. So have a think about that if you've got a little bit of downtime because I guarantee you my, things are going to get back to normal pretty quickly and I guarantee you we're all going to be busy than ever. So use this time to chill out and have a good think about where you want your life to go. So getting back to the corona um, virus, I wanted to just talk about the financial implications of that. So there's stimulus has come out and there's lots of measures in place and I think um, – you know, recording this now, I live in Australia, I know that the Australian government has done a tremendous job to basically just to keep keep things going and amongst the lockdown, make sure that as many people are financially protected. So a couple of things that we've got to look at, right? So if we're looking at how we can safeguard ourselves and, and made basically buy ourselves enough time financially to get through the other side, here's a few quick tips. So amongst all the chaos, there are some levers that we can pull. So those being, right, so first things first, what you need to do is you need to put your expenses on hold. Everyone's uh, advocating that people put their repayments on hold, but first things is I want you to go back and audit your bank statements. We've all got plenty of time at the moment. Think about all the stuff that you're spending money on that you don't need to be spending money on. Those subscriptions, um, you know, you might need your Netflixes and things like that right now, so maybe keep that one. But all the other ones, those magazines or, you know, that that, that gym that you're not using, and don't I don't want you to, um, you know, salvage and, and hurt people like self-employed gyms down the road but you know if there's a way where you can come to an agreement where it's a sort of a, a happy medium for both of you i want you to do that but just go through all the other stuff where you literally don't need it. it's just a waste you know you don't you can get rid of it all those direct debits just like do a direct debit order that's the first thing i would do then i want you to figure out depending on your job situation i want you to figure out what your income's going to be so whether you're in Australia and you've just been laid off, that might only be $750 a week, right, for the next extended period. So you just need to make sure you can live off that. Now, we're so fortunate, and in most countries, you can put all of your repayments on hold, right? So that's your, all of your loan repayments, your home loan, uh, there's rent subsidies, there is um, car loan repayment hold periods. So you've just got to go and put all of them on hold and the banks and the lenders are making that even easier and easier to do that. So if you put everything on hold, right, you're sort of almost back to being a kid again, really, if you think about it, right? So you've just got to then, it's good old-fashioned budgeting. You've just got to go, okay, well, all bets are off. Everything's off the table. This is my new world for two months, three months, and it is what it is. And I know that everyone's upset and anxious but you've just got to make it work people have lived through depressions and they can come out the other side so much more dynamic and switched on financially so there is a little small gift amongst this chaos but you've got to right now just do some work and go shit okay well my income is halved or quartered or whatever it is thank god i can put my major repayments on hold so you've got to go and figure out how many how, what repayments you can put on hold put them on hold work out what your income's going to be and then you've just got to make it work and it just it just means sacrifices so obviously there's not going to be much clothes buying and you know fancy restaurants and 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 uh and and pubs and clubs are off the cards which is a little bit helpful for, for all of us including me um i'm saving a small fortune not being able to go to the pub uh but yeah, so that's that's the second thing. So expenses on hold and repayments on hold. Um, third thing is no unnecessary expenses. And on the flip side, I want you to reach out to your closest friends. If you're fortunate enough to have a business or a job where you're doing really well and you you, you haven't been affected by the COVID virus, I want you to reach out. Just send a quick text to your, to your closest family and friends and say, hey guys, I'm fortunate that... I'm, I'm doing okay. I've got a little bit of money. If you need it, just reach out because there's never been a 
better time to give now. And and don't worry, you're going to get the money back, you know. you just got to make sure that you're there for people throughout these times. So the next thing is, um, in Australia, the government are allowing people to access their superannuation. So you can access $10,000 a year, um, which technically the financial year ends June 30. So you could access $10,000 in, in May and then again in July. I would love you to have that as a last resort because if you're 30, if you access $10,000 now, that could mean that that, that 10000 could have turned into 70, 80 or even 100000 by the time you're 60 or 70 years old. So as much as it's tempting, right, and don't not do it if you, you know, I don't want you to not eat to keep your super intact, but don't rush to do it. I think you've got to, if you can just um, adopt a bit of discipline in your life before you rush out and do that, that's going to go a long way. And you won't you won't know anything about it, but in 40 years' time, we'll come back and bite you on, on the arse. So try to keep that as a last resort. And then um, the last one is going to debt. So um, if you're a business owner, there are um, measures being taken place. And, it, and it's a little bit too early for all the details, but the government come out and they have said that there will be business loans available to, to self-employed people who need to um, keep themselves afloat. Now, um, one of my good mentors, Glenn Clarkson, he's from, he owns a company called um, Dent and they run a key person of influence program. And he's been really helpful um throughout this whole period he's really stepped up and been really vocal about what to do so he's been really instrumental in how i run my businesses and one of the things he talks about is borrowing money right so he likes to only borrow money for business purposes when you can purchase assets right not just pay for activity so what he means by that is is he's okay for you to go into debt if it's for an asset not activity so for example in if you can avoid it because he would prefer you to borrow money to buy a piece of equipment or an income stream or something that has value and it can actually be sold for value, right? Whether it, or, or even an asset could be a digital asset. So you could build a course that can be sold or um, there's something that's actually tangible rather than just borrowing money to pay wages and to, you know, pay super and to pay electricity because that sort of money's gone. Once that money's gone, you're going to have a, a dirty, stinking loan repayment and nothing to show for it. So if you can, if you can, and I'm not being, um, you know, I'm trying to be practical. I understand that people are going to need to borrow money just to keep the, the wages going. But um, where you can have the opportunity and you do need to borrow money, try your best, right? If you own a gym, use the money rather than just paying wages to, to buy better equipment or expand your gym. So when this when this thing blows over, you've got more capability and you, your technology's better and what have you. So you can really come out of this bloody uh, COVID-19 just like a bloody jet on a runway and you're just rid of the rock and you're just going to explode. So that's probably my my biggest tips. And, and I'm doing it now, don't worry. Me and my wife, we're, we've gone back to the bloody depression pauper stages. You know, we're, I'm fortunate. I've got a business and I don't have to lay anyone off and all, we're actually busy. But I'm still, you know, I'm still um, preparing for a really long winter. So, you know, we're living like, we're living like, um, you know, people in the 1600s now. We're just like, you know, if we don't need to spend it, we're not spending it. You know, there's nothing fancy. We're just, you know, back to basics. And there's something actually really refreshing about it. You know, like... um being home with your kids and they're starting to understand that you know you can't just go to the shops and buy whatever you want you know i think that's uh it's actually uh been a bit of a kick up the ass for me personally because i you know i've i've really learned to um appreciate the dollar a lot more you know and i hope that's uh i hope that's a lesson that's being taught to all of us but in summary and i'll um i'll, I'll wrap it up here but don't be too gun shot i don't want you to think like um 
this is the end of the world. You gotta you gotta look and you know, I study this stuff closely. The world was actually in really good shape as little as three months ago. Most of the um the government's um, balance sheets were actually a lot better than they've been for a really long time. So fundamentally, pre-corona, the world was in good shape, which for me um, would suggest that despite the debt that every single country is going into, thank God that the fundamentals were, were okay. Because if, if, all the, if the world in general was struggling with pre-corona, that would be a lot bigger problem. So, you know, put the chin up a little bit. I know, um, you know, it's hard to say if you're sitting at home here, just being laid off, that's not ideal to hear that but what i want you to sort of think about if you can shift your focus from why me this sucks world's ending to okay this does suck but what's my reset what's what's the opportunity in it what can i how can i bounce back bigger better and stronger and i think if you can take that attitude what you're going to find is you know you've got time now visualize visualize what your future looks like and start making changes jump online and roll into that course you know um you could just you could spend the next two weeks on YouTube and, and, and in a fortnight have a completely different skill that you didn't have today. There's so there's no excuse if you've got an internet connection, you can you can learn anything, right? So I think it's really important to just think, okay, instead of just chewing up the time on your phone reading about the, the, the bell curve of infections, I'd love you to instead jump on things like you know I, I use Udemy, U D E M Y dot com. It's like a it's like a mini course online platform, and uh, you can go on there and you can learn how to buddy doing pretty much everything in the world so think about what's your what do you want your career to look like in your future and then what skill would you need for that to happen that you don't have today and then use this time to go and implement that skill because getting back to the finance topic the more skills you have and the better that you can provide a product or a service the more money you're going to make and then more money you've got to invest and the more wealth you're going to have which will one day help you to actually reach all those goals and visualizations and build an amazing lifestyle for your family so thank you so much for listening to this podcast today i hope i uh i know i went a little bit deep but i felt that was probably um it's probably timely so i hope you're doing well i know there's a lot of people doing it tough so reach out to whoever you can um stay safe take it easy and um yeah like i said chin up it's not we're nowhere near over it's a long long race and we're just getting started so um hope you enjoy this podcast if you can do us a favor and leave a little um reply or you know a rating if you could that would be awesome and um look forward to catching up with you on the next podcast cheers